Welcome to Between the Waves, the podcast all about how to create sustainable mental health to help you find a little bit of space between your waves. Hey everyone, I cannot believe we're at the end of series one already. I have had so much fun speaking to loads of fantastic women and learning all about podcasting. Even the tech bit that I thought I wouldn't enjoy, I actually do. Anyway, I've had a great series and I thought it'd be really helpful to just have a bit of a roundup episode where I share the key takeaways that from all of the conversations I've had and all the change one things because how easy would that be then to change your life if you could have them all in one place? So starting at the top, my first guest was Nick Davis. I had a fab conversation with Nick all about menopause and judgment, understanding that there's no perfection, that it's an unachievable illusion. We talked about showing up as yourself, whatever that means for you right now, today. We talked about the importance of learning the lessons that the universe is trying to teach you, because they'll keep coming if you don't learn them and how self-acceptance is really key. It's about not putting yourself in a box, sharing all your weirdness with the world, because that's where the magic really happens. The stuff we think that we should hide is what we really should share. It's what people need to hear to bond us together, and where we really start to fall in love with each other. And for me, that's my biggest takeaway from the conversation with Nick. It's that all those things I'm ashamed of, that I hide from the world, that I think will make people not like me or distance themselves from me is actually what people need to hear because it's the real me and if you don't like it that's fine I'm just not your person. Nick's change one thing was focusing on the next best thing not focusing on the big picture the to-do list all the things you want to achieve what's the next best thing that you can do right now whatever that looks like for you today. Some days that might be writing the chapter of a book or recording a podcast other days getting yourself into the shower is enough. So just have a think. What's the next best thing that you can do? And do that. Don't beat yourself up about everything else. I had a great chat with Carly about her three M's, mindset, movement and mindfulness. We talked about how they can all impact each other and that if we're practicing all three of them on a regular basis, it helps us to stay better in balance. We talked about how mindset is really key. And it can shift depending on what we're looking at, who we're speaking to and what we're doing on any given day. But how important it is to set yourself a healthy mindset. Thinking I can do things, I want to do things rather than, oh, I've got to do this again. It can really help you achieve your goals if you set yourself out with the right mindset. And nobody's perfect. We're not going to win at this all the time. But little steps every day that you can take to shift towards the right mindset for you. And this leads me to Kylie's change one thing. It's about changing your own way of thinking and your perception, the limitations that you've put on yourself. So notice when you're setting yourself a limitation. Notice where the perception of yourself is impacting on how you're feeling or what you're achieving on any given day. And changing the shoulds to wants. You know, if you're sat on the sofa thinking, oh, I should be in the gym, I should be tidying the house, I should be playing with the children change that to want you know I want to go to the gym I want to tidy the house I want to play with the children and do you know what if you've changed it to want and you still don't want to do it it's not for you think about something else instead there's always another way I had a really good chat with Cassandra Farron all about how writing can help you to heal she shared her story and talked about how she keeps herself in balance with at-home dance parties and time in nature Cassandra said that There's always somebody that will need to hear your story right now. 
It doesn't have to have a happy ending. It doesn't have to be finished even. But someone will always need to hear your story because they're two steps behind and they need hope. And that really resonated with me. I've spent a long time hiding my story and it still sometimes feels a bit scary to share. But I know that it's the right thing to do. It helps me and if it can help just one other person, then it's definitely the right thing to do. Cassandra's Change One Thing was about writing your feelings down. It doesn't have to be great prose. You don't even have to read it back. Just get it out of your head and onto the page and then you can walk away feeling a bit lighter. This is definitely what I did with the 100 Days blog and I've got a bit out of practice with it. But since talking to Cassandra, I've picked it up again and just write, even if it's just a few lines each day, I just write something down. And it's so helpful. I I walk away feeling lighter. I feel calmer and I feel more organized and in control, which are two things that are really important to me to keep me in balance. The first interview I recorded was with Estelle, the queen of Instagram. I was really nervous because she's got a great social media profile. So you look at all the stuff that she says online and the things that she's doing and it, I felt really in awe of her, I guess, is the, the way to describe it. But she was great to speak to and shared some of her tips around how she plans self-care time. So it's really easy, isn't it, to think, oh, I'll just do all the things that need doing and then I'll do my self-care. Whereas Estelle talks about scheduling it into your day and your week to make sure that you're keeping that time for your self-care. We talked about yoga and meditation and how doing something for somebody else can really help. We also talked about essential oils, which I love. I've been really experimenting since I spoke to Estelle and just finding some that really work for me, depending on what mood I'm in or what I've got going on that day. I'm building quite a collection, so (laughs) but it's good fun. They all smell amazing. Estelle's Change One Thing was meditation. She suggests starting with a guided meditation and there are so many out there you know, have a listen to a few, find a voice that you like and a pace that really works for you. And don't be afraid to experiment a bit. She talks about how the first few times she meditated, it just made her laugh because she felt so silly. But they call it a meditation practice for a reason. Stick with it and it can really help. I'm still on my meditation practice journey. It doesn't always go as smoothly as I would like. (laughs) Which brings me to my next guest. I, I also talked to Susanna Butcher about meditation. So Susanna shared about how being an entrepreneur doesn't need to mean working every second, working yourself into the ground. She talks about how important it is to her to have a routine. And this includes taking time in nature every day. I really felt reassured by my conversation with Susanna because she also shared about how noise can be really stressful. And this is something that I've always found noise for me can be really overwhelming and I can feel like the world is closing in on me if it's too noisy. I find it really stressful and I thought it was just me, but it's not, which is always good, isn't it? The benefits of sharing your weirdness. Susanna also talked about her meditation journey and how it's called a practice for a reason. You need to practice at it without judgment. Just sit there and try to meditate. You know, if you're listening to a guided meditation, try and listen. And every time you feel yourself drifting off thinking about the to-do list, just bring yourself back gently. No stress, no judgment. Just stick with it. Just take the time every day to have a bit of quiet time and see where it gets you. Susanna introduced me to the concept of free writing. So journaling but without any real structure. You just sit there with a blank page and see what comes out of your head. And that, I suppose, links back to Cassandra's change one thing. You know, just let it all flow out and get it out of your head and onto a page and then you're not carrying that weight. 
we also talked about emotional freedom technique, the tapping, because Susanna's a practitioner. And that was fascinating. It's something I've not really tried before, but I followed up and, and watched some of the videos and had a go. And whilst, yeah, I did feel a bit silly sometimes, it was really good. And I found it really helpful, actually. It was one of those things that I just looked and thought, how on earth can that work? But it did. I felt better after doing it. And that's all that matters, isn't it? Oh, Susanna recommended a great app for affirmations, actually. She loves affirmations as much as I do. So she recommended the Think Up app, which allows you to record your affirmations in your own voice and listen back to it. And that helps to absorb it into your subconscious and just keep it relevant for you, which is really helpful. Susanna's changed one thing was building awareness. Imagine a pause button to give yourself time to manage your reactions to things. You don't have to react the second something happens. Take a pause and think about what you want your reaction to be and how you want to react. I've been trying to practice this and I've got to say it's one of the hardest things that from the change one things that I've I've been trying. I think it's because I just try and rush through one thing to the next to the next all day every day and I'm not used to taking that pause and so it's a whole different way of life for me but I'm going to continue to practice because I can absolutely see the benefit. I really enjoyed my chat with Hannah Westbrook-Bryan because it was a chat from a different perspective. So whilst Hannah wasn't sharing her own mental health journey and the things that work for her, she was sharing how she's been supporting her husband through his mental health journey. And it was just really eye-opening to have a conversation from from the other side. And it's really helped me to understand how I can help my loved ones help me by being clearer about what I need and how I need them to help me. Hannah talked a lot about communication by thinking about what you're saying and how it might impact or trigger the other person. So being clear in what your expectations are, what help and support you need so that people around you can adapt to support you. We talked about how her husband finds it stressful when he comes home from work and the house is untidy. So Hannah talked about how They've now agreed that he'll ring her when he's leaving work so that she can have a bit of a tidy up so that he doesn't come home to the stress and she knows that he can come home and relax, which in turn helps her to relax, which is fantastic. So Hannah's changed one thing was about language, watching your language and how you speak to others and the impact that your language can have. This links back for me to the conversation I had with Carly about changing the should to a want because whilst I do try and watch my language with other people my biggest journey is about watching my language with myself and how I speak to myself in my head and the conversation with Hannah really helped to kind of bring it home to me the difference that it can make. For the last episode I spoke to Colleen and we had a great conversation about the journey she's been on and how she's learnt that she can control more than she thinks in her life and the journey for her in setting up her business and the difference that it's made. Colleen shared a really great tip. She talked about how she journals every day, but Colleen takes a picture as well. So a photo every day to go in your journal, along with whatever you want to write, to remind you of your progress. And Colleen looks back at these, either at night when she can't sleep, or at the end of the year, at the end of the month, just to say, wow, look at the journey I've been on this month or this year, and look how great it is, you know? It's not always perfect, but we're there every day and I'm showing up every day, which is just fabulous, isn't it? It's such a great idea. I take loads of photos and then never look at them again or look at them and delete them because they're awful. 
you know, I I just think that's a fantastic idea. Colleen uses a, an app called Diary and that allows her to add a photo and some text and it's on her phone stored securely. But you could easily do this with a pen and paper. I, I'm a big pen and paper fan. <laughs> I wrote my whole book in notebooks because I found it easier and I felt more connected to what I was writing than if I was just typing up. Of course, that means I then had to spend hours typing up onto the computer. But still, I find it really helpful. So I love a paper journal, but there's no reason why I couldn't have photos as well. I think that's a great idea. Colleen's Change One Thing has really, really changed my life. So it's about, is something impossible or is it difficult? And that switch in my head has really helped me to take more steps forward. So it's really easy to get overwhelmed and think that everything is impossible or even that one thing is impossible, like progress with your mental health. I'm never going to feel better. This is never going to go away. And Colleen said, just think about, is it truly impossible or is it just difficult? Because if you can control it or any part of it, then it's just difficult. It's not impossible. And all you need to do is take the first step And then when you've done that, take the next first step. And for me, that understanding about what can I control, I am using that in nearly every aspect of my life. You know, if I'm at work and I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed or I'm having a difficult conversation, I just take a second and think, what can I control? And then when I know what that is, that's what I do. And that's really helped me to move things forward and to just feel less overwhelmed. So that's it. I mean, what a great series one. I've really enjoyed all of the conversations I've had. I've learned so much from everybody I've spoken to. And I've just really used all of the tips to try and implement changes in my life. I know it can be really mind-blowing to have this huge list of things. You think, oh, I want to try all of that. I think it will all help. And that's great. So do what Nick says. What's the next best thing? What's the next best thing? And then once you have changed a habit or built a new coping mechanism into your routine, a new tool, add another one. But don't try and do it all at once. That's why they're change one things. (laughs) Thank you so much for sticking with me through series one and listening and hopefully enjoying everything as much as I have. I've got loads more episodes almost ready to go for series two so there won't be a gap so keep listening because more is coming and they're just as fantastic as series one I'm not gonna lie I'm really excited to share them with you over the next few weeks I'll see you soon bye thank you so much for listening today please remember to rate review and subscribe to the podcast to get the next episode as soon as it's ready and to help other people find us see you next time